back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Podcast. We're your hosts, and I'm the one with the most. I'm JD. I'm Will Diamond, and I am an entity fully made of tarantulas and gas station attendants. And I am the promoter of Clash at Carpet City, Pro Wrestling Clash on PBS, and full of ass ass clownery. Uh, You can call me T.Y. I just want to remind you that uh, we train this for kids and scissor me that ass. I am Shane Daniels. (laughs) All right. And for once, I'm at a loss for words. I'm Jake Murphy, (laughs) the commissioner. So I I just would like to say uh, I'm pretty sure that last week Will Diamond said that he was the uh, promoter of Pro Wrestling Clash. Uh, yeah, so Tyler, I, did. I, I announced an incredible match. Yeah, you yeah, well, sure Will fucking... says a lot of things. I don't well, know if you heard, but coming up on Pro Wrestling Clash 17, we've got Shane McDaniels and but... Stephen the Tank versus Bobby Cash and Sane. That's crazy. It's going to be a tomfoolery affair come on down kids there will be hot dogs a flowing a clown's gonna stab another clown that sounds fucking horrible uh for one in the ass god damn well this is this is the uh season finale of territory wars i know everybody's been looking forward to it so Let's get this bitch. What the fuck? Richard Jenkins, host of the Secret Smirk Show. With me, as always, is my lovely house band, the Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We're not that. How how many times do we have to tell you we dropped wrestling from the title? Oh, then why do you keep on talking about wrestling? I mean, I don't know, because we're all fans of wrestling. And Jake's a literal like you're still a wrestling fucking podcast. wrestler. Okay, that's a good idea. You know, I'm excited to hear. What's today's episode about then? That's not wrestling. Fake Are you eating wrestling. a dick? I do that outside of the show. Where'd Jake go? <laughs> you pissed him off, Richard. Good job. Not my fault. You know what? Since he's not here, I'm declaring that today is your final episode of territory wars and i'm the commissioner that's what we're gonna do are y'all prepared for this that that's not how it works mm, that's how it works today how can that, you that's fire totally not how it works i don't know it did seem like he just fired jake i think that's why he's gone i had my assistant handle that business who's your assistant a norman smiley we've made peace oh my god <laughs> Well, he is a good dude. He is. No, he's no, he's not. I'm just keeping him close. Like you know, keep keep your enemies close, kind of deal. So, uh, whenever he uh, lets his guard down, I'm gonna stab him uh, right in the ass, like a clown would. Can we like really censor this? Because that's that's pretty brutal. It, like even if it is Norman Smiley, we should we should like respect the man. Why? Do you know what he did to that orphanage in Waco? That's rumor and innuendo, okay? Uh, I was there. Innuendo. What? 
I watched him set fire to those. He used a small baby, poured gasoline on it, threw it through the window uh, into a pile of like gasoline-soaked rags, and the whole place went up. Okay, I don't this think is, that happened. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't believe you. I for sure don't. I definitely don't believe you. I don't think you've even been to Waco. uh, I have been to Waco because that's where the Dr. Pepper Museum is. So, (laughs) well, since Jake has came back and he's the actual commissioner, um, commissioner, who's going first this week? Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) What if you go draw straws? I'll go first. I like setting the standard. Hey, oh, yeah, with your AI-generated show that you don't actually book. Goddamn right. Chat GPT is, like, undefeated right now. Uh, All right. The name of this week's show is uh, AIWF Quantum Leap Showdown in honor of Leap Year. Oh, I thought it was in honor of the TV show starring Scott Bakula. I also <laughs> did. Ugh. Anyway. I'm going to be so uh, mad at you if there's not a Scott Bakula cameo on your show. There's definitely not. Wow, this is garbage Fire. already. Minus well, I five guess points. I know who's coming in last this week. <laughs> it was right there. All right, so uh, we start off with Tank in the ring. He's uh, issuing an open challenge. But he warns that whoever comes down that aisle better prepare for a fucking beating. Seven answers that challenge. And this is a fucking hoss fight. Not a lot of wrestling moves are hold, but fucking laying in some punches and kicks, beating the hell out of each other. Uh, finish comes when Tank removes the turnbuckle to try to end things violently. Ref catches it and tries to put it back on. With While well, the ref's back is turned, Seven just kicks Tank right in the fucking nuts. Uh, hits him the choke slam. One, two, three. That's the finish. Seven lets the locker room know that he is not fucking around anymore, and he's not playing the nice guy. He's going to mow through every single one of these motherfuckers on his path to becoming champion because he's been screwed over so many damn times this season trying to get that title. Next match is uh, Bobby Flacco versus Paul Lee. Uh, Bobby wants revenge on the carny bag boy that's still left. Bell rings. Bobby just starts beating the shit out of Paul. Beating the living hell out of him. This is basically a 15-minute squash match. Paul Lee gets no offense in. He's just beating the living hell out of him. Finish comes after he hits the AO driver on the apron. Referee just calls the match off because Paul Lee is unresponsive, and they they drag him to the back. Literally drag him. They don't. They don't pick him up. They just drag him by the arms up the, up the ramp to the back. I like this one. Got to have something. You got to have a squash match on every card. And this is my squash match. But it's a 15-minute squash match, which makes it even cooler. Uh, next is our tag team title ladder match. It's a left-hand path versus Violence is Forever versus Culture Inc. versus the Youngbloods. Um, this ladder match is a makeup for that horrible attempt at a Christmas tree ladder match where – Things just went completely fucking upside down. It was, it was hell. So we get, we're giving them a real ladder match with real ladders. Um, no Christmas trees having to be climbed here. Uh, funny thing is though, ladders aren't introduced in this match until about 15 minutes in. They're just beating the shit out of each other the whole time. I'm not even trying to climb a ladder. 15 minutes in, one member from each team grabs the ladder and it just goes to chaos. Bodies are fucking everywhere. Koo starts destroying everyone. Dom climbs the ladder, retrieves the belts. And Koo's just burying people under tables and ladders and chairs to make sure they can't follow Dom up the, the ladder. And next is our main event. 
the AIWF heavyweight title match that everybody's been waiting for. Matt Cardona versus Zach Dye. This is That's a 30-minute classic. Thing, right? That's it. This is a 30-minute classic with Zach fighting from underneath the whole time. I mean, doing the, you know, old-school babyface thing. Paul I've Lee has recovered. Tiger King prefers down there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is definitely a bottom. Uh, Paul Lee keeps running interference. Oh, man. <laughs> power bottom. I, I do have a question. Is he a regular bottom or a power bottom? Power bottom. Power bottom. Power okay. bottom. He's a bratty power bottom. So uh, Paul Lee is recovered from his getting knocked out on the apron. He's uh, he's out there running interference. We get a ref bump, and that opens the door for Matt to really pull some underhanded shit. Paul handcuffs Zach's hands behind his back. And uh, they just start beating the hell out of him. Paul's beating on him with a flagpole. And finally, Zach starts doing the old school Hulk Hogan babyface thing, taking shots and getting to his feet. Still got his hand, handcuff on his back. And uh, Paul goes for the fence, swings for the fences one good time, and Zach kicks his arm, kicks the flagpole that's coming at him. The momentum sends Paul spinning, and he hits Matt with a flagpole and accidentally he's falling down. And... Uh, Zach gets the keys, uncuffs himself, and um, he's pouring blood, just just fucking crimson mask. He makes the cover on Matt. No ref, though. Placement ref comes running down the ring. One, two, and Paul hits the ref with the fucking flagpole because he's a fucking asshole. Zach takes the pole and starts beating the shit out of both of them with it. Another cover, and the original ref makes the count. One, two, three. Three, holy shit, we have a new fucking champion. But no, no, the other ref saw the beating and they reversed the decision. Hell yeah. Your winner by disqualification, Matt fucking Cardona. Zach's just pissed. He is incensed. Matt scrambles away as Zach beats the holy hell to Paul Lee. We go off the air with Zach holding up Matt Paul for Matty C to C and promising revenge next season. That's your season finale of the AIWF. I was more emotional than I expected AI to get about this. Yeah, AI was pretty harsh on Paulie, even though, you know, even AI knows he's a jobber. Yeah, <laughs> even AI knows he's a piece of shit. How dare you say that? Oh, did I say that on the air? Fuck. How dare you say that about that man and his dozens of painted fans? <laughs> You mean the the more fan the fans he had that was more than his voters? <laughs> Woo! Getting thick in here today. Woo! <laughs> Woo! That was quite the uh, finale. Poor Zach. I like yeah. how it was longer than your last one. It was I mean, longer than it, your last one. It was. One. It was. But you know. Zach, he, he he made himself look better by wrestling such a hard match. And he almost got the fucking win if it hadn't been for that original ref seeing the fucking flagpole. Nah, you know who looked fucking sick was Bobby Flacco. Bobby yeah. Flacco looked like a fucking beast. Yeah, dude, a million bucks. Be, like, who can the stop the man that can beat the world beater? <laughs> <laughs> Who's up next, Kamish? Uh, let's go with Tyler. Oh. 
wonderful. I'm so ready. I've got you are. This is like the best part of the show, I guess. No, oh, don't don't make me don't flatter me. But if it's the okay, thing, but there's no the David Young, so it can't be as good anymore. Or is there? <laughs> <laughs> but more on that later. More on that later. <laughs> Welcome Ooh. to another episode of Pro Wrestling Clash here on PBS, made possible for viewers like you. Thank you so very much. Woo! Uh, no sponsor, but we did find some money somewhere. But we're not going to discuss Sponsored that. by Spooky Ghosts. Uh, it's uh, brought to us by... Um, the Season 4 ma- box set of Martin. What's a... Uh, Valentine's Chocolate. Uh, it's brought to us to some Mexican restaurant here. Lips and Chips. Well, okay, Knock sure. Knock off Gucci bags with three C's. I don't <laughs> ask questions. They give us money, so... We're thankful for them and for you for watching. Um, our show is at the Matt Gaston Gym here in Dalton, Georgia. Uh, all the kids will not stop running around uh, the ring, and whatever happens, happens. They need to. They're those kids need to Fuck be settled down. Um, yeah. Well, Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids um, indeed. We drew a good house for this show, guys. Uh, probably about That's a, why the kids are so riled up. <laughs> three, uh, 300 people, about 200, 200 are kids. Uh, <laughs> so. All right, groomer. Who, me? No. Um, if you know Dalton Jordan, <laughs> like do. Or in, uh, maybe uh, Richard Jenkins, possibly. Um, kids in this area, they don't tend to be calm. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic here. We have one. You were never on topic. No, uh, no, okay. Well, I'm getting there. So here we go. So PBS has decided this is going to be a one match show. And this one match show is a one match. It's a battle royale. It is a hey, match. Time out. So I had a two match card last time and took so much shit. And you've got a one match card? Hear me out. So, it's gonna- he said they found some money. He didn't say how much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right, William. <laughs> that, uh, you know exactly how that government funding goes. As someone they that do it all right with cameras guy. this time. <laughs> with cameras, um, yeah, we're actually using the uh, the uh, the cassette recorders from uh, '85, from you know the ones that they had from. Anywho, um, <laughs> so this is going to be a battle royale mixed with the wrestling talent on Pro Wrestling Clash. And it's that camera that they're really heavy, so people can't steal them this time. Wrestling talent on one side and puppets like the Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) If Elmo doesn't go over, I'm rioting. Elmo's the first one to get out. But you got to be patient with me. So in this match, uh, Guys will come out like Roy. It's like a Royal Rumble style. Uh, instead of waiting one minute, it'll be every 30 seconds. Let's uh, come go. Out, coming out at number one is the count. <laughs> uh, uh, He's got to be one, two, and three. One, two, and three. Okay. There can't be three counts. That is so one, over two, budget, three. JD. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. Will, you, you say you know wrestling. There's always three counts. Not in a fucking uh, battle royale. Uh, uh, That's uh, why you lost your belt, dork. 
Three counts. One, two, three. Uh, uh, uh. That's the legal way to win a match in this promotion the last time I checked. Not in a battle royale, you fucking dungus. In my what, battle royale from last show it was. Well, yeah. I like my battle royals. Can we always shut the fuck up? Sorry, I got out of hand. Sorry, so I got, got out of hand. Laszlo on. I love More on that I, later. More on that later, but just I'd like to say real quick, I love when Tyler's doing his show because we all just give him shit the entire time. I'm here for the ride. So uh, <laughs> No, the, I am. The, the count has came out at number one. We haven't even made it to number two yet, which is Jake Murphy. And Jake is still fuming from losing his belt. Things are not looking good for Jake right now. No, I, no, things are not looking good for the count. The He's wrestling a vampire. Come on. It's not the first time Jake's wrestled a vampire. Oh, Jake, Fun fact: I used to tag with a vampire. I say he tagged with a vampire in 2004. There you go. I was there. I wrestled that vampire one time and uh, tried to drive a stake through his heart. Gangrel. The first 30 30 seconds was uh, Jake grabbing the mic and saying how much of a of a disappointment and a joke and a farce this is that. He is having to face off against the count. Yeah. And as not even noticing, the uh, the, cap, the clock is going, you know, 10, 9, 8, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And Jake's uh, still uh, bullshit, uh. bullshit, bullshit. Uh, uh, uh. And um, number three is Aaron Dallas. So this is where all the good fun and stuff like that starts happening. Uh, back and forth, Aaron and Jake. And then Aaron getting a little bit of in the upper hand with Jake. Uh, number f- uh, where am I? Number four is Oscar the Grouch. Um, <laughs> where where um, there's more shenanigans. Uh, but Oscar is Oscar. Your whole fucking show is shenanigans. Well, yeah, it's for PBS, and there's uh, Muppets and wrestling guys from my wrestling show. Muppets are different from fucking. <laughs> I swear Street. to God. It, if Yoshihiko doesn't show up, I'm going to riot. Like. Number five is... Uh, that fucking bird? That Brian fucking Adams. Bird. Well, I mean, my, that fucking bird. It's Big Bird. So Big <laughs> Bird is giving bumps to Jake's. Giving bumps to Aaron. I'm bumping uh, to take Oscar the Grouch's can. Uh, he actually took the can with Oscar in it, actually threw it from the, from the fifth row, which was hilarious. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Which eliminates Oscar also. Yes, Oscar the Grouch is eliminated, but... um. Wait. Hold uh, up. Is he? Did he come out of the trash can? No, Oscar never comes out of the trash can. Did then both feet hit the floor? Both feet have not hit the floor. Oh! It's, this is Axel Mania all over right. again, baby. Who the fuck said that you had, their feet had to be on the floor? I don't go by Every that. Every battle royal ever? <laughs> Literally Except for all. yours that has a three count involved. Literally no. three count ball. Well, so Oscar got eliminated, and then you, uh, the counts over at the corner trying to get away from everybody. One elimination. Ah, ah, ah. It was kind of tough. Number six is Shane Daniels. I know him. Um, Shane I fired is- him. Now, yeah, you did. <laughs> um. Shane comes in, starts doing stuff. 
blah, 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 whatever. And number seven, to my surprise, to my surprise, and I don't know how he made it to my show, is the real nature boy, Paul Lee. How did he wake up from his concussion? Why does he walk out to Taz's music? You'll see why here in a minute. Also a fair question. In a minute. So as oh this is an OSW <laughs> reference, isn't it? Yes, it is. And <laughs> Paul comes in, Shane immediately tosses him to the other side of the ring over the top rope. In two seconds, tops. Paul Lee is already eliminated. <laughs> so yeah, I think he broke Taz's record, if I'm not mistaken. Um Number eight being. You did uh, not I, plan this I'm well. Not, I'm not going to go through the whole fucking list. We'll, we'll say who was all in there. Snuffleupagus. Um, How did anyone eliminate the Snuffleupagus? Oh, they they did what they did with like King Mabel with the big big show, uh, King Kong Bundy, all those big guys that you see in a battle royal. You, everybody's got to take them over. Basically, also, flat, this is going to take too long. As much as as much fun as this is going to be the last three that were in there were jake murphy martin stone and the count and the count had already counted out all the eliminations as it goes to the to elimination number 18 he goes 18 uh, 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 and jake's put picks up the count from his cape and throws him off to the five-year-old <laughs> with it being martin, stone, being martin stone and jake at the last of it that fifth row is dangerous to sit on well, they shouldn't be Muppets. <laughs> they, they got to the wrong area. They're not Muppets. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Uh, they're okay, not Jim Henson's creation. Sesame got Street. you there. Uh, I think Jim Henson's workshop did make all the stuff for uh, Sesame Street. Yes, I stand did. corrected. And for Pro Wrestling Clash. <laughs> Anywho, a lot of, uh, with this history with Martin Stone and Jake in the Pro Wrestling Class Championship, with Jake going out there at number two, he finishes at number two as the winner of your PBS Battle Royale. What a shit show this was! Except for the count telling every, uh, counting everybody out, and when they come out coming into the ring too, that I thought that was pretty cool. Now with Big, Bird, with Big Bird throwing. Oscar the Grouch three rows back, and then Jake really tech making a toss to the count, which he didn't turn to a bat. I didn't understand that, but I mean, you do what you do. Because vampires oh, aren't real. I'm sorry, I got so lost in all the bullshit. Who won? It, yeah, me it was too. Jake. It was Jake. Okay. Oh, Jake. It, it was Jake. It's <laughs> Jake. Head, that little sassy head bob when you won, Jake. And uh, Jake. Uh, is wanting his title back. So he said, give me my title match. Give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. Fucking <laughs> Batista over here. Give me what I want. <laughs> so at the next season of Pro Wrestling Clash, Jake will get his match against Martin Stone. This is his last shot ever. It sounds like he has slighted a certain roster member, and I may need to scoop him up. Man, um, it is possible. I would have like built the fucking last match ever for your season finale, not your opening. Whatever. Nice yeah, starting his season too hot. Yeah, I'd rather do that. 
I wanted, you know, I wanted some good, I wanted some good clean action fun on this. Yeah, one. I wanted the count to go over. I really <laughs> wanted the count to go over too, because <laughs> I honestly, for a minute there, I'd started to believe. I truly thought the count might get it. I definitely thought the you were going to finish this story. Ty's using the old WCW uh, style of booking, where you use your pay per views to to hook people to watch your TV. TNA, <laughs> TNA, TNA, TNA. TNA. <laughs> But I was hoping that the uh, Ali elimination would go over as well as it did. But oh, it did. Okay. Oh, it did. I'm sure people were throwing children in the air over that one. Oh well, yeah. And anyway. they had to to see. That was... <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that was our episode of Pro Wrestling Clash on PBS from the Matt Gaston gym and Dalton, Georgia, with all them kids that need to settle the fuck down and their parents need to do a better job. Fuck them kids. Were you at least playing 80s music? Uh, we had uh, Hall & Oates in the background. Oh, okay. That's, no, Hall & Oates before a wrestling show, those are immaculate vibes. Just you wait, <laughs> April. There's going to be a lot of them. I want me that, if I'm wrong, but I, I want that, that and I want Bill Watts played before the <laughs> fucking Clash of Carpets. If he hasn't game. played Hall and Oates, he needs to play Hall and Oates. I'm pretty Please. sure Barry has played Hall and Oates' house music before the fucking Oh, I'm dev- I wouldn't doubt that at all. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it at all, but still. I'm going to go in there at the next Ego, and I'm going to play some crazy shit. Oh, and not only was Hall and Oates playing, uh, ABBA was also in the background, too. Like the band right. was there? So wait, you spent more money on the rights to music than you did on your show itself. Well, yeah, so it's AEW. Don't played it. I mean, it's any other independent show. No, uh, he was pulling a Tony Khan and he's spending more money on the fucking rights no, to music. No, it's kind of like the one. NFL oh. where they play it for four seconds so they don't have to pay for it. Bingo. Hey. Bingo. All That's right. what Hope you liked it. Suddenly, well, we got my brother, you just got my brother's band Radio Rude to come in and play covers. You just hear over the PA suddenly, dancing queen. <laughs> no, he got he got my brother's band Radio Rude to come in and play covers of ABBA songs. Really? Hell yeah. Mm. I don't I don't know if Jeremy knows any fucking ABBA, but <laughs> everybody knows some ABBA. Yeah. If he doesn't, then he's a fucking dork. And he's not a real punk rocker. Uh, well, technically, he's not, not anymore. You should see his band. He looks like goddamn Keith Richards running around now. Why doesn't he look like Keith David? <laughs> <laughs> he has all his hair. Yeah. How does Keith David? Well, uh, Tyler, that was a great show. Appreciate but now it. it's time for the actual finale. Um, the ultimate yeah. fucking finale. The joint show. The joint show that we've been working on. I don't remember the fucking name because Will made it really, really long and really, That's really right. absurd. It that is. should disqualify you already. So, so, nope. so you guys are... You guys are doing the old uh, we're in trouble damage control fucking joint show that fucking everyone tried to pull against Vince there at the end of the 80s, right? No, yeah. we're doing Cyber Fight Festival. <laughs> you guys are admitting defeat. It's like Pro no. Wrestling USA all over again. No, this is actually a good show. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, the main event of the first Pro Wrestling USA show was good. Kerry Von Erich and Jerry like Lawler. This is like Flash and Korea. Yeah. Oh. oh. Ooh, so I heard that was a great agenda. show. Yeah, with like Clash, yeah. Clash in with Korea without the communism. match of Hase and Benoit. <laughs> hey, that was a good match. Shut up. <laughs> so, welcome, everyone, to Global Force Wrestling Presents GFWX RRW Presents Global Force <laughs> and Ram Ranch Ultimate United Front. The final forever time. <laughs> awesome. That's a good, that's a, that's so we are live for in Madison Round Garden. It is a packed fucking house. To stop you there, Will. You lose there is literally. We ran out of tickets for not doing the Futurama reference there and call it Madison Cube Garden disappointed in you no you can fit more people in spheres <laughs> true look at vegas you can fit like 200 people in there and it costs like a trillion dollars so that's more minus points for reference in that stupid thing in vegas no it's great it scares it scares the residents. Dude, that thing is badass I'm especially when you're drunk at like 2 a.m and it's just it. staring at you that's how i'm I, just mad they never made it look like a giant tit Oh, somebody will get hacking in that shit. It'll happen. Yeah, somebody will hack it eventually. It's gonna look the, like the, it's gonna look like a Janet Jackson Jackson from the fucking uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, it, come to so, Vegas, see the giant tit. There it is. <laughs> we sold a bit more tickets than available, so we've even got people that are just kind of hanging from wires from the ceilings. Oh, and we also and they're hanging from the rafters. So no. You, there's too many stings and stangs up there. But kicking things off, we have a rootin' tootin' exciting good time of an opener contest. Rootin' tootin' cowboy shooting. No, no one's gonna have a gun here. We're in the fucking... We're in the circle. Allegedly. Allegedly. We have the Outrunners versus the Natterday Saints in a hey-don't-call-me-that match. <laughs> so was Hulk Hogan involved? No. <laughs> so out first we I'm have the outrunners, and they're cutting the promo about how they bumped into the Natterday Saints on the way here, and it fucked up their rental car. <laughs> and this whole contest started due to this road collision in which we won't say who. But one tag team may have accused another of being a poor driver, to which the other responded, hey, don't call me that. So the way to win this match is to incapacitate your opponent and then restart your car and drive out of the arena. <laughs> and so we're off to the races. They're running straight up the entrance ramp back down to the garage because why would we drag dead cars up there that's just a safety hazard and they're running and overall it's a pretty quick affair they don't actually bother fucking with each other they just go straight to the cars they're tooling and fixing and sparking and drilling and whatever else you do to car engines 
And oh, surprise, the Outrunners just automatically get it because they're from the 80s. And they drive away. Exciting affair. Wow. So on the uh, Ram Ranch side of things, we have uh, the tag team titles, Total Cash versus Young Bloods. Now they won the Feast of Fired briefcase and they're cashing in here tonight. But it's going to be a tables match. Cold Cash is known for their ruthless tactics and cunning strategy. Initially gains control, isolating one member of the Youngbloods and subjected them to a barrage of punishing attacks. Youngbloods refused to stay down, rallying together, fighting back with everything they got. With their high-flying maneuvers and teamwork, they managed to turn the tide of the match, sending members of the Cold Cash cat crashing into tables, but they didn't break. As the match reaches its climax, chaos reigns inside and outside. Spoonie narrowly avoids being driven through a table from Jeter and countering with a devastating move, putting Jeter through the table and your new two-time Ram Ranch Tag Team Champions, the Young Bloods. Florida yeah, fuck Jeter. I don't trust Florida people. <laughs> You want me to go again? Are you going again? So, <laughs> we've, in true TNA fashion, we threw oh a title God. match on real early on. So, we're going to keep that momentum going with a non-title match. <laughs> we have the one you've all been waiting for. We have Ultimate Ranch Armageddon. They've been, they've gone from sweet brotherly lovers to angry brotherly lovers that hate each other. From our very first tag team champions to bitter rivals, it's time to settle the business between Action Mike Jackson and George South. So the way to win this match, it's kind of like the three stages of hell little gimmick. The first one is a steel cage. The second one is an inferno coffin. And then the third fall is a singles match. But with no ring. Falls only outside of the ring. So we lower down the cage. And George South spends about 15 minutes just walking in circles around the ring. And they're yelling at each other. They're both calling each other fucking marks. And finally, they hit that first lockup. Action Mike sweeps the leg and tries to immediately go for the old school, like the little spot monkey he is. Always fucking blowing the business. And he goes up there. He makes the full lap. But like the true showboat he is, he wants to make another lap. And that's when George South cuts him off by throwing a pair of hedge clippers at his knee. What the fuck? It's dangerous out there for these guys. Armageddon is its a spicy time, something you wouldn't understand in the AIWF. So he's got some hedge clippers that have clipped his knee. He tumbles down. Watches the old school, very new school of him. 
And so George South tries to take advantage. He makes the cover. One, two, oh, no, he he kicks out. George South ain't going to get the win that easy. Action Mike's trying to pull himself up, but before he can get all the way up, oh, what's that smashing into the back of his head? It's a potted fern. <laughs> George South is out of fucking control. And he climbs up that ladder, or not ladder, up the steel cage and goes for that signature 360 senton off the top of the cage. One, two, three. The winner of your first stage of Armageddon, George South. So the steel cage lifts and down descends a coffin that you have to open. And then there's fire already inside, and then you have to throw them inside and close the lid. My God, Thus, so you have to kill them? Listen. So. It's called a death match, not a lightly scraped match, all right? So that, it's already smelling crazy in there from the burning coffin. It reeks of sulfur in there. So the crowd is immediately chanting, wrap it up. And George South is yelling at them, no, and he's knocking out their water, and he's pulling down their hoodies when they try to pull it over their nose. And he's just really getting that fucking heat. Finally, Action Mike manages to recover, sneaks up behind, and, oh, decks him with in the back of the head with the stapler. And he's stapling the shit out of George South's bald head. <laughs> <laughs> and he's stapling he's stapling until he's out of staples and then he's looking around the building and the crowd starts throwing staplers to action mike and he keeps on stapling and stapling and stapling and he's got him near the coffin now he's trying to set him up for a power bomb but that little slippery raccoon of a man george south manages to do a tope roll over and starts doing some fucking yave leg stretches on action mike finally uh, members of the crowd are just so enraged by this dastardly stapled weasel of a man that they push through the barricades and start stomping the shit out of george south security's having to run down they're pushing the crowd back we now have a human chain of security guards that are the new barricades. And during all this commotion, Action Mike scoops him up for the tombstone straight into the coffin, slams the lid. One, two, three, kaboom. He starts blasting out like fucking Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> <laughs> But he gets stuck in the ceiling, and by this point, it's a singles match, so your winner by count out, Action Mike Jackson. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got a question. I thought you were supposed to have a, a pinfall outside of the ring. Yeah, but he was stuck in the ceiling. <laughs> and that's just not legal. It's not. It's in the bylaws. You should check it. Um, Why do you think they were trying to arrest Sting all the time? Because he was spending an alarming amount of time in sealing adjacent territory. I never thought about that. Though. Okay. I never thought about that. 
That's incorrect. But moving things along. Well, I, I, we're going to keep it true to, to indie wrestling. And since George South just went through a hellacious match, he has another match to defend his Money Shot Championship in a rematch against Casey Owens. And the match kicks off with some classic wrestling exchanges. Casey attempts a high-flying move off the rope, but instead of landing on George, he rolls out of the way and takes advantage of the situation, trying to get a dirty pin on Casey. He reverses and rolls up George, uh, and then George kicks out of it. Casey rebounds, and George is still on the ground. Casey tries to go for another fast pin, but trips on his own feet and falls and headbutts George in the nuts and pins him from there. One, two, three, and new three-time money shot champion Casey Owens. But wait, Effie cash-ins his briefcase and hits Ooh. a fast roll-up. One, two, three, and new money shot champion Effie. That pans Ooh. out. Yeah, pans out. Sure does. What's next? Well, so we've got our global force wrestling tag team championships of the globe on the line we've got <clears throat> none other than the bites mcgee busters the number one contenders alec price and mark haskins versus undeniable brian fire and a mark <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Fire and Mark are marking hard because they finally got some fucking gold. But they are not prepared for the level of Dracula busting that is about to go down. They may not be some Draculas themselves, but that doesn't mean that they're safe when the crossbows start flying. And crossbows are flying. Already the Mark has been shot in the ankle accidentally, but the ref did not see it and thinks he just came out to the ring like that. So we've got a little bit of an advantage here for Alec Price. He does that weird little kick thingy that he does where he looks all weird. He looks like the Michael Jordan logo a couple times to really get that stake in there. And it looks like it's Brian Fire having to fight a solo battle. Ultimately, he gets overtaken in new global tag team championships of the globe. Bites McGee Busters. But wait, what's that music? It's none other than um, <laughs> that one Lenny Kravitz song. American Woman. It's George South. He's coming back out. And he wants another <laughs> fight. He wants his tag team belts back. And he immediately lays down the challenge. To which the Bites McGee Busters very quickly point out, you can't hold the tag belts again by yourself. We already did that. It doesn't work as well the second time. You need a tag team partner. <laughs> and he says, oh, I've got one. And the lights go out, come back on. No one's there. Oh, but there's fucking bats everywhere. And then all the bats swarm the ring. They, they start biting the fuck out of the Bites McGee Busters and they pass out. The bats form a person, and George South grabs the mic, and he says, my tag team partner, 
Dracula. And then they take the belts and leave. <laughs> oh my god, what shenanigans. Don't you gotta do your semi main event? Oh, I've got like three more matches. <laughs> oh, I, I did oh, one god. more. Well then in that case, I'll make this one quick. We got Jim Nasty Boys versus Sunshine Machine in a tag team explosion match. What's that? So, starting things hot, we've got White Mike and TK Cooper. And the ring is surrounded by explosions. Just constant detonations outside of the ring. So if you get thrown out, you will likely die. So like an Inferno match, but with actual explosions? Yeah. Okay. But it's it's safe, so it's just like a shitload of fuck. Of like Roman candles. Oh, so like AEW exploding match. I guess we'll say No, this is like the FMW rocket match. And that's a deep cut for all you sickos out there. <laughs> but the match ends in about two minutes because White Mike is the shoot fight champion of the world and knocks them both out with one punch. Like yeah, the okay. same punch. Oh, okay. And no one explodes. Everyone boos. And White Mike grabs the mic and, oh, he's turning heel. And he says he's going to whip the shit out of any old Kentucky bum fuck that wants to take on him. And then he starts jingling his motherfucking keys. And he sashays out of the ring. And Timmy Lou Retton is just blown away. Not by explosions, though. By his (laughs) actions. I'm glad we cleared that one. And then we have our Coco co-main event for the next-gen championship of the globe. After winning his number one contendership match at the cost of Shane Daniels' livelihood, we've got Curryman versus Adam Priest. Before Adam, Adam Priest's music hits first, he doesn't come out. So then Curryman's music comes and he walks out and right about halfway through his entrance, bam, he gets shot from the rafters. It's Adam Priest in Sting face paint. And so he descends down, and immediately the police start swarming the building to arrest him for being in the ceiling. <laughs> well, you're not and supposed to be up there. You're exactly. Not. You're not. That's, that's so, clearly established. That's hard against the rules. The police are trying to storm and arrest Sting Priest. And he's blasting the police officers away. And only one man can stop him. And so the crowd's chanting, go, go, curry. And they've all got their hands in the air. And then all of a sudden the lights start flickering really hard. And Curry Man starts floating above the ground. And the bullet flies out of his body. And he lands on his feet, and the bell rings. We've got a championship match because Adam Priest ran out of bullets by shooting the police. <laughs> Turns out Adam Priest was no match for the mat wrestling clinic that is Curry Man. He's super spicy, he's super delicious, and he's so Yave. <laughs> So your winner via Border City Stretch 
into a Canadian destroyer. And new next-gen champion, Curry Man. So fucking spicy. So spicy. And now we have the one you've been waiting for, the co-main event. We have... (laughs) A.K.A. no-main event. Nick Gage versus Cruel, the triple death, mega death, death match. Did you get Dave Mustaine in for this one? No, we got Dave Batista in. And he's a special guest ref. Did you give him what he wanted? Yes. Yeah, a special guest ref spot in the triple death, mega death, death match. He said he's he's done it all in his career, and this is all the thing left. He did. He said this he's, was the bigger honor than the Hall of Fame. So. He said it on Wendy Williams. the high collar on his ref shirt. Yes. And, and he didn't have any sleeves jeans. on on his and, ref shirt. And the obscenely tight jeans. Yes. Okay. Yes. Making sure. And he had some red and black Air Maxes. It was weird. Did he wear black pants? No, yes. he wore jeans, but his legs were just so gargantuan that they just, once he had to squat down for the cover, his legs flexed and it just kind of ripped it apart into jorts. Well, as a professional, <laughs> a former ref myself, it's unprofessional not to wear black pants, so that's unacceptable. We got to change that. Yeah, but he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, so. Yeah, and who the fuck did you ever beat? Um. Honey, you beat your wife. That is rude, man. No, that's that's. Whoa. Oh my God. So now that we've now that we've established that Nick Gage and Cruel is about as bloody an affair as you would expect from two angry bald people. They're not to be trusted. And so they're dumping tubes. They've both run each other over with forklifts by this point. It's gone a ridiculous amount of time. We've had to use defibrillators like three times. Jesus. Okay. And ultimately, it's looking like Nick Gage may not be able to get it done. The, The crowd is rallying behind him. The barricade of human security guards is barely keeping them back because they're rabid. They want to see the taller bald man pay. And the cult of cash starts slinking out. They're going to help Cruel because that's what good friends do. But you know who's an even fucking better friend? Mr. Armageddon himself. Action Armageddon Mike Jackson. And he has his own forklift. And so he runs over Cult of Cash, because what else are you going to do? Well, wow. So while he's chasing them around and we're playing Benny Hill over the PA, but pitch shifted so we don't get copyright flagged when we put the show up on YouTube. While they're doing this, Cruel and Gage are climbing up the 12 foot ladder. No, this isn't a ladder match. They're just doing it. Deathmatch wrestlers aren't smart, y'all. <laughs> so they're up there. They're slugging each other. And then ultimately, it looks like Gage is he's stumbling, but he lurches forward and he rips off Cruel's mask. And as soon as it comes off, his face is engulfed in flames and he falls off the 12-foot ladder. I really thought you were going to say it was going to be Logan Creed behind the mask, but... 
No, we don't like to acknowledge that. Oh, okay. I, I don't book giant cat people. <laughs> but right. his face is burning because magic. And he's gone through the, uh, the Polish announcer's table down below. And Nick Gage sees his moment. He hits the quadruple swanton that he first made himself famous with. One, two, three. Your new global heavyweight champion of the globe. Nick by darn Gage. Wow. Nick Gage. So I guess it's for time for the Coco uh, Coco main event. Uh, yes. The Ram Ranch Championship last man standing match. Champion Brad Cash versus Jaden Newman. Jaden has tried all season to get this championship. And all lead, all the roads lead here. Brad dominates early parts of the match. Being ruthless, finally after about five minutes, Brad misses a wild punch, giving Jaden an opportunity to get back on top and hit Brad with a fury of offense. Jaden and Brad hit double Europeans on each other and both go down. The ref starts to count. Jaden gets up around six and works up, and it looks like he's about to win. And the ref gets to nine, and Cruel pulls the referee out and chokeslams him. Uh, Jaden immediately dives out and beats him with the chair. And one by one, the club cash comes down the ramp, and Jaden meets them with a chair as well, and the crowd is going crazy at this point. Jaden and Brad <laughs> hit a double European on each other. They both go down. The ref gets a six. Jaden works his way up. Looks like he's going to win. Ref gets the nine. Jaden, uh, ref gets pulled out by Cruel. Jaden immediately dives out the ring and meets Cruel with a chair, beating him. Caldo Cash comes down the ramp one by one. They meet the same fate as Cruel. Getting beat with a chair. The crowd is going crazy at this point. Jaden tries to wake the ref up, but he's not moving. Brad grabs Jaden by the hair and tries to pull him back in, and Jaden uses the ropes. It was just enough to stagger Brad to one knee. Jaden hops over and is going to finish Brad. Right when he goes for it, Cruel grabs Jaden's foot, giving Brad enough time to capitalize and hit Jaden with the off with your head. The ref is still down and the fans start to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, fuck you, Tyler, seven, eight, nine. Jaden pulls himself up at the last second. Brad has no backup. He has no ref and doesn't have a lot left in the tank. Brad calls for one last off with your head. Goes for it. Jaden hooks him, using his momentum against him, reversing it into a spinning back fist, which puts him down to one knee, setting up for the first to last. And with a referee, and then yeah, I slide in as the referee and count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 bell rings place goes crazy new champion Jaden newman Jaden celebrating in the ring brad grabs him spins him around they face off brad extends his hand Jaden looks at the crowd not sure hold of cash standing behind him Jaden shakes his hand and walks past the cold cash up the <laughs> ramp 
asks for a mic with his back turned, he says, if him shaking Brad's hand was surprising, then this will be mind blowing. He turns around, looks at Colt Cash and says, do it. Colt Cash starts beating up Brad Cash, leaving him laying in a pool of his own blood with Jaden standing over him. Damn. Intense stuff. What a ass clowner. <laughs> that was great booking. I enjoyed the the finish there. That was that was a smart little twist. It was. Show of the century, exciting debuts, death, love. New champions and vampires. Well, Dracula. Well, Dracula. We, we don't know. Is George South a vampire now? Is he just uh, enthralled, or is he just helping out? Who's playing now, who? Now He's is, is Jaden working with Coda Cash? Is, is he the new leader of Coda Cash? What's going to happen in season two? Speaking well, of which, get a winner first. we uh, we got to get a winner. Let's go over to the commission. Yeah, commissioner, who's the winner? I'm going to go with JD. What? (laughs) Yeah. Are you serious? No, no, that's not the right winner. That's not the right winner. That's because I told a great fucking story throughout my season. I mean, Chad GPT did. Really? He was like the little engine that could. He started off slow and he started climbing the hill and now he's Mm. there. Yeah, no, that's that's the wrong answer there. Fake commish. Okay. Uh, the real winner, and I know who we've all deemed the greatest winner of all time, has been me the past three episodes with my one show I did. Um, but honestly, I think one of y'all outdid me, finally. No. And that's going to be... Shane and Will. That is one of the greatest wrestling shows of all time. That's not one of us, though. That's two of us. Yeah. They're they're joined at the hip. Did you not know this? Oh, so they're they're conjoined twins? Yeah. They're like have brothers. You, have have you never seen them t- together? Have you not noticed? How, how long was their mother in labor? A long time. That them big boys. Them some big boys coming out. Well, they also came out boys. fully formed. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that is the definitive one. I think it, it was rousing. It was exciting. I like the mixture of gimmick matches versus more traditional wrestling. Um, there was no puppet violence or Muppet violence uh, happening. They also didn't one. deliver on the, the wait, never mind. On the, on so, the Madison Tube Garden joke, that, no. That's a joke you wanted that wasn't even in play. Yeah. You can't get mad. They're supposed to impress me, the commissioner. That's the. They impressed me. The My compelling storytelling and plot twist did not fucking. <laughs> no. No, it did. It's the winner. That's the real winner because I'm the real commission. All right. Well, so. Dracula equals ratings. Cards no. on the table. Cards <laughs> on the table. Um, I prefer Richard Jenkins. Uh, and Jake, you're fired. Whoa, I put so, you over, motherfucker, and you're firing me. So you're gonna join us in the in the pool next season, and you're gonna have your own show like we're supposed to this season. Mm. And uh, we're gonna let Richard Jenkins take over as commissioner. 
Oh, I really had faith. I'm still going to take the W from you, though. Still going to oh, take okay. the W. Wait, 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 what do you mean you're going to let me start taking over? I've, I've been committed you're, the you're, whole time. You're the sole commissioner next season. Okay, good. I don't have to deal with this with this puppet commissioner. <laughs> oh, we don't have it laid out exactly how we're going to do it yet, but I think, Jake, uh, we'll do a supplemental draft so you can get your show going, and the rest of us will... Uh, Pick some more people for a larger roster for next season. And you know what? Because some of y'all are some boring bitches, I'm going to add some stipulations from time to time. Keep you on your toes. That way you can't have your chat GPT do all your work for you, okay? Hey, chat GPT looks a fantastic show. (laughs) So, Razor for season two... Be sure for season two, y'all bring that razzle-dazzle, because that's what tickles my fancy, all right? Global Force has never had anything but razzle-dazzle and gaga. And Ram Ranch always got the riz, so. And PBS has the viewers like you. Thank you. So really, it's just AIWF that's down in the mud. And and whatever Jake said. I don't even have a roster yet. (laughs) You got you got a little bit of time to start to start preparing. So uh hope you guys are okay with who you uh put your championships on because those are your protected people. Uh whenever we do the supplemental draft. And uh so, season two should be fun though, since we're all gonna have skin in the game finally. Yeah. I love that's literally my favorite place to put skin. In the game? Mm-hmm. Right in the game. Yeah. I remember back when I was working at EA Games, that's all we did was throw down skin, and then we created NHL 04. It was a good game. It, it was a good. great game. Game's awesome. I do. It always, I do. It always have, have Jimmy special, World. I do have a special announcement uh, for this one. Uh, we have a great sponsor to cover all of this it's going to be the flavor blue raspberry um in all forms that it comes in so thank you big blue raspberry for sponsoring the entirety of the uh the territory wars uh we're excited bringing some new sponsors uh for next year so when you say big blue raspberry do you mean like it as a corporation or a yes. single entity that is just one large blue raspberry that we harvest the the flavor from so these are the real questions it's a corporation um but it's actually more of a conglomerate so there's actually several people that are in charge of the blue raspberry because you can't have blue raspberry as a hard candy as a powder candy as a gum as a drink be done by the same people so they have to use their own skill sets uh they do harvest it from the one big blue raspberry so technically it's both all right we'll roll with it what um do you not like blue raspberry i love blue raspberries damn right you do one one quick show announcement. The Real Podcast will be returning next week for the next month or so while I uh, take my parental leave. Uh, I trust you guys will uh, handle things. Well, uh, you, we will do good while you're grounded by your parents from podcast privileges. That, that's we'll, the one. We'll see you on the other side when you get ungrounded. That's yeah. why you should have brushed your teeth before bed like Shane told you to. <sighs> Damn it. vegetables, too, boy. 
Speaking of Shane, you got a life lesson for us this week, buddy? Uh, no, because I was writing territory wars. So it happens. I got happens. one. I'll give you a life lesson. Don't fuck up the intro. Oh, listen, I've got one. What? Starship Troopers is a satirical movie, you fucking plebs. It's not meant to be taken seriously. That's not <laughs> that's not a life lesson or advice. But that's just a piece of information. No, here's the here's the life advice because I I'm I'm with Jake on this one. Um, don't be friends with people who don't understand Starship Troopers, Fight Club, there. American Psycho, or satire. Yeah. And with that, bring money. <laughs>